Hello and welcome to Med Talks, conversations by medical students for medical students. I'm Deborah and this is my partner Joey. What's up guys? Um, and today we are going to be starting off season three and we thought in this season we would focus more in on what people call the allied healthcare professionals. Um, but we actually like to call them the rehabilitation team. So this is the team amongst the many other wonderful things that they do. They make a person's life worth living. And we just felt that it was really an important season to have because a lot of the doctors and medical students don't always understand the role of the rehab team or pay them the respect that they actually deserve. So we thought this was a good opportunity to sit down and help educate all of us. Thank you, Debbie, and welcome to all our listeners. Um, yes, and that being said, today we are fortunate enough to be joined by Melissa Berger, who is a kinesiologist. Am I pronouncing that correctly? <laughs> Melissa, to be honest, um, before this podcast or before Debbie told me, I had never heard of a kinesiologist. So, Well, your life is about to change. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to do a quick Google search, and I think it's according to... What, what site was it again? Wikipedia. <laughs> School of Health, Debbie. Oh, we're professionals here. Kinesiology is the study of the mechanics of body movements to provide information about the state of health of all body organs and systems. It also employs many other healing therapies to achieve recovery. Wow, that sounds beautiful. So it did sound beautiful, but I didn't know what I didn't understand. So yeah. I guess here we are today and here we are to learn. Um, Melissa, how are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Um, thank you very much. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege to be here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're very excited seeing as, I mean, half of us don't know what kinesiology <laughs> is. I can personally say I've done kinesiology and it really is um, life-changing. So I hope after this podcast, people are rushing more to kinesiologists. Thank you. That would be good. Um, <laughs> especially after COVID. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So first things first. Um for those of us that aren't sure what kinesiology is, could you just explain it to us and what are the main principles of kinesiology? Okay, thank you. Um, Joey actually mentioned the, 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 the body mechanics now, and that is the basic principle of kinesiology. So kinesiology, the word um, kinesiology um, is derived from kinesis, which is muscle movement. Mm -hmm. And that's the basic thing that kinesiologists do. They use muscle movement to determine whatever it is that they need to do with their patient. So you could use any muscle to test that muscle. You would be able to use a leg muscle, arm muscle, finger muscle, neck muscle, whatever you want to. We usually work with the arm muscles. That's just the easiest, the deltoids or the radialis, the, the bottom, sense. yeah, those muscles. That's just easier to, to work with for uh, most of our clients. But you would then just ask the body questions. So whatever you would want to find out, whatever the issue is that this client presents with, you wouldn't um, determine or you wouldn't predict beforehand what the what the result or what the solution would be you would use muscle testing so let's use an example maybe between you and joey both of you come with migraine headaches mm -hmm. um deborah and joey and one of you might have an issue with maybe magnesium you have a deficiency with magnesium or the body's not absorbing your magnesium properly because of your diet or whatever else the other one might have a muscular issue or even an emotional issue that causes the the migraines you know you might find mm -hmm. that every time you write your exams at the end of the year you just have a migraine 
migraine every single day. Mm-hmm. You're thinking that you need muscle relaxants or anything else, mm-hmm. but it's just because there's this emotional stress maybe on writing mm-hmm. exams. You maybe this. didn't do well at school or there was one teacher or one incident, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would be needed for one of the two of you. I can't see a, a magnesium deficiency, for example, <laughs> but I would Your muscle test. Eyes. Exactly. <laughs> so I would muscle test and I would simply ask the body, is this a physical thing? Is it a dietary thing? Is it an emotional thing? Is it a trauma thing? Is it a history thing? Whatever the case is. So I have a list of um, uh, directions that we can go in, emotional, physical, mental, whatever. And from there, I would just muscle test. I would simply ask your body. So what kinesiology does is it really honors the client. It goes with what the client's body's wisdom Mm. predicts and says, I know this is where the issue came in, in this year, in that school year, in that exam, for example, or I know it's simply because I'm not exercising enough. My muscles are too tight. My shoulders, um, I need a bit more relaxation. So you need to massage the muscles or do some pressure techniques on the muscles. And then I would just go through my list and say, oh, okay, so this person, it's the muscles. We need to do what? Massage, heat, whatever, whatever. Okay, it's pressure techniques. All right. And then I just perform the, we call them corrections, but the technique that is needed for that particular issue. And how exactly do you muscle test? What does that entail? Um, Well, the muscle testing, um, you would find um, some of your chiropractors do muscle testing. Your um, physiotherapist also are well-versed with muscle testing. And even some of the um, psychologist would use oh, muscle okay. testing sometimes with their patients to explain or almost to confirm to the patient that this is the right course of action in this emotional issue that we're working with. It's almost like a, not necessarily trying to to bend a person's arm, but almost to just um, just convince that person that this is what your body is actually wanting. So muscle testing works on what is a strong muscle and what is a weak, or what is a strong response and what is a weak response. Mm-hmm. Um, I would simply make sure that that muscle, let's say it's the deltoid muscle, I would make sure that that muscle is working correctly and strongly. So I would test it. There's a certain way that that muscle is supposed to be moving if it's not injured and if it's working well and so forth. I would test it, be sure that it is a strong muscle. And then I would ask this person a question and check for a strong response. Okay. And then I would ask the person another question. Let's let's say, um, let's use an example of, I would give you your correct name and your muscle would give a strong response. I would give you your incorrect name. So I would say, please say, my name is Deborah, and your muscle would respond strongly. And then I would say, Deborah, please say to me, my name is Joey. Your name isn't Joey. So your Mm. body wouldn't want to go with that truth. So that muscle, if it is a healthy muscle and it is responding the way that it should, that muscle would say to me, no, this is not a truth. So that would give me a weak response. And the weak response then leads me onto the path of what this body does not want, what this client, what is not working well with this client health-wise at the moment. And what do we want to do to get it back to the strong response. So I would check for the weaknesses and then I would say, so what do we do with these weaknesses? What is the correction or what is the procedure or what is the supplement or what is the exercise? Whatever the case is, that would get this weak response back to a strong response. And for that, I muscle test every time as well. Sure, that's, sure. Wow. So it's really a client-led process. That's that's what it is. I'm simply, I call myself a translator or an interpreter because that's what I do. I simply interpret what the body's trying to say. So by my that's understanding, 
is that the body knows what is wrong with it, but the exactly. client doesn't go, or you can't tell yourself. Exactly, okay. exactly. And even me, I mean, I, I don't have the wisdom. I can't mm. always say what's wrong. So I have to um, make sure that we have the correct response because, I mean, just giving everybody magnesium, for example, <laughs> might make your, your, your um, migraine better for a day or two, but you might come back and say, well, the next time I wrote exam, I had the same migraine again. So we have to look for something else. So instead of going the, let's try this. No, okay, that's not, let's try that. We go to the direct cause and to the root of the issue, and we sort it from there immediately. Sounds very holistic. It is, and then therapy based in a way. It's, yes. it sounds like seeing yeah. a psychologist and a doctor. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I, I wouldn't quite say I'm, I'm that. I'm that. Um, well, you know, um, I'm, I'm. I'm that good, but yes, it it, it helps to solve things a bit more. Quickly, awesome. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for that explanation. I do feel a lot, uh, my understanding of that, because I also watched a YouTube video. Okay, good. <laughs> and I didn't know what the hell was going on. It was like... Pressing on the arm. Yeah, so yes. Questions, and I'm like, but wait. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the client isn't saying yes, anything. Yes, exactly. But that's exactly what it is, you know. So you can either test and speak, or you can muscle test and not speak. Some clients um, almost feel that their mind is then predicting, which it can't, but it's almost, they feel that they can, that they can um, force the response, which is not true. But then some clients that uh, would prefer to say, don't tell me what you are tasting, just taste it and then tell me what the result of that is. And I mean, you can do it silently as well, but I simply still go through my list. I don't make things up. I simply mm. work according to my protocols through my lists and I get the oh, answers. The best then. way to do things. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so Melissa, tell me, where would one be able to obtain a qualification in kinesiology and what is the process of obtaining this qualification? Okay, so kinesiology, um, as far as I know, and I haven't found any other way in South Africa is a part-time study. So you would be able to do it either on weekends or you would do it after hours. Um, there's two um, directions, I almost want to say, but they are similar. It's not that the one is better than the other. The one is the ICPKP process, which is the one that I studied. And um, that... Uh, you would be able to do through the ICPKP College in South Africa. They are supported by the, the college in Australia, mm. um, endorsed by the college in Australia, but they you can Google ICPKP in South Africa. There's a college in Kailami in Gauteng, and then also they have classes in um, Cape Town. And I'm, I think that at the moment they also have in KwaZulu-Natal, if, if I remember correctly, they branched out to that. Mm -hmm. The other, the other uh, body of... That would just be like two different universities, but presenting the same kind of information. Yes, so yes. the other one would be Touch for Health. That's the other mainstream of kinesiology that we have in South Africa at the moment. Um, and again, you could just Google Touch for Health and um, you'd be able to find courses all over. That would be Gauteng, KwaZulu-Natal, um, yeah, the, the Western Cape, that all of those areas would have that. I think they even go as far as Namibia, if I'm not mistaken, the Touch oh. for Health guys. Um, and you could study it overseas if you want to. There's, there's courses in New Zealand, there's courses in Australia, there's courses in America. Um, so yeah, quite a few places that you could do that. And how long did it take you to obtain the qualification? Um, I, my qualification is a um, kinesiopractic, specialized kinesiopractic qualification and that took me about four and a half years of part-time classes. So we had um, classes on a Tuesday evening but it could be any day of the week from five in the afternoon till nine at night with a break in between. That's quite long. Um, it is oh. quite a long because it's, it's an intense mm -hmm. study, you know, because mm -hmm. you, you're working with a lot of different modalities. I mean, um, 
I'm not comparing this to a medical degree at all, but imagine for yourself that you have to do all your different modalities in your Mm. medical degree, but part-time, you know, that would also take you quite a while Um, because we we learn about um, supplements, we learn about diet, we learn about exercise, we learn about all the muscles in the body, how they work, we learn about emotional issues, we learn about um, things like counseling, um, uh, doing one-on-one counseling sessions and, and information sessions with different clients. So there's a lot of practical hours as well that you do, which then makes it quite a long study. Um, and yeah, we did, we had practical hours that we had to do, practical exams that we had to do, online exams we had to do, and exams in class as well. So they really ensure that you can do mm-hmm. what you are supposed to be doing the day that you finished your course and you and you go out into the wide world, that you don't just make things up or just, sure. I don't know oh, what. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just for reassuring. peace of mind for those that come and think, well, what is going on here? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to uh-huh. probably put you on the spot here, but I'm very curious to understand, like, where did kinesiology originate from? Like, who got this brilliant idea that, you know, yeah. your body actually uh, completely knows what's wrong with it yeah. and how to kind of extrapolate that? Yeah. I, uh, what we studied and what we learned, and, and I definitely think that makes sense that it came from there, um, is the field of, of um, chiropractic and then also the medical field. Um, so there were a few um, different doctors that that actually said, well, if, if the body knows that if I can't move my shoulder properly, then it's not the whole shoulder, for example. It's either the shoulder joint or there's a particular muscle or maybe a group of muscles that have been injured in the shoulder. If the body can tell me that, then it should have other information that it can tell me as well. And that's where the idea started from. So they literally started playing around, if you want to call it that, that, but they started experimenting with, okay, so if we have this person with this issue, how can we test and check if this is the correct thing? And if we know for a fact that a medical test has proven that this person has an iron deficiency, for example, or mm-hmm. magnesium or whatever, if I muscle test, will it give me the same answer? And that's how they started developing sure. this whole field. So I developed in, in around the 1960s in Australia and in New Zealand. That was the main uh, mainstay mm-hmm. where it started developing, but it's gone through the whole world so yeah that's very very interesting but it makes it makes a lot of sense i mean things such as um chiropractic physio all these things are very touch based or like yes. working with your hands on the, on a patient and yes. the, it yes. makes it makes a lot of sense to think about how touch can assist the healing process and or not the healing process but yeah but just figure out you know and i mean the mm-hmm. fact that your body knows what's wrong with you at the end of the day and just figuring out how to yeah extrapolate that information exactly exactly i i think we had a lot of innate wisdom many mm. ages ago and we probably i'm not sure exactly why but i think maybe we became so overwhelmed in this modern world mm. and there's so many other things that, that interfere with our thought processes or that keep us so occupied that mm. we've maybe lost a bit of the wisdom Definitely. that ancient peoples had because they knew, all of them knew if you had a certain herb or if you did this or that or whatever, that would be a good thing, that would be a bad thing. And I think we've just lost a bit of that touch, unfortunately. So kinesiology tries to bring back a little bit of that own wisdom to say yeah. that, you know, this is just just see how, as, as the Bible says, you know, we've been fearfully and wonderfully made so just Mm -hmm. see how wonderful your body is and just see the wisdom of the body and take back empower yourself a bit to be able to make decisions on your health and your mental and your emotional and physical health and i think it's very empowering i know for my own journey with kinesiology um as we've said, doctors generally, we have like a list and we go through the list and then we get to the bottom and then that's like the treatment that we give you. Mm. And it's not individualized, it's not personalized. Mm. And 
every single person is different and yes. every single person needs a very individualized healthcare plan. Um, and it can be very difficult when doctors don't always understand what's wrong with you, but to yes. go into a place where your body is like, actually, well, here it is. Um, it's very relieving. Yes. I think for a lot of people and a yeah. lot of patients, because sometimes you think that you're going crazy, <laughs> but it's actually just, you know, maybe um, our modern medicine hasn't caught up with, you know, yeah. that yet yeah. or, or caught up with like the human psyche I don't know yet <laughs> and and probably also I I think sometimes the, mm. the body would want to tell you that there's an issue but you might think it and I'm not I'm not um, saying that medicine is not good uh, not at all you know sometimes there's this idea that um, when you're in the allied health profession you are totally disrespecting um, the, the conventional uh, line of medicine not at all we actually want to endorse the fact that mm. there's a nice way of interlocking and interweaving and supporting yeah. allied health along with the, mm -hmm. um, the traditional uh, medical route. Um, and there's a lot of support that kinesiology and many other allied health professionals can provide. But I think the, the, sometimes the body knows, but you're not asking the right questions yeah. or you're not on the right path. Yeah. So you might think, for example, it has to do everything with the stomach, but it might be something emotional, mm -hmm. the emotional part of the stomach, because now today we know mm -hmm. that there are emotional responses in the stomach as well, and it's linked to the brain's emotional mm -hmm. response. So, exactly, exactly. You know, so maybe maybe you're Trust just your not guts. asking. Exactly, yes. So maybe you're just not asking the right questions at that stage. Yeah. You know, it could be that simple. Um, where in a patient's journey would they need to see a, kine a kinesiologist? And what type of patients do you commonly deal with, Melissa? Um, Joey, there, anytime in a patient's journey. So we literally work with babies in the womb. Oh, right wow. up until oh, wow. the very elderly age. I mean, some of my patients are in their 90s. You know, well, I mean, that's that's my eldest patients, but I'm sure there are people that work with even more elderly. There's there's no there's no age limit um, to this. Um, and as I said, now we want to actually get the idea out there that the medical field is an interweaved and a supporting mm. um, net of all of these different modalities. So it's not that either you do kinesiology or you do the the, 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 the medical field. It's not, yeah. the one is not excluding the other. Mm. We would actually want to support and I have quite a few cases where um, uh, doctors have referred or, or physiotherapists have re um, referred clients to me that it actually worked so well with the treatment that they were doing along with my treatment that they actually got better results and quicker results mm. because of that. So so there's not a particular time. I do find, though, that some patients will say, you know, I've tried all of the medical treatments, which then obviously they haven't, but in their mind, they've tried all of mm. the medical mm -hmm. treatments, nothing's working, so now I'm coming to you. Having said that, kinesiology is not a be-all and an end-all, and it doesn't, as I said now, exclude the medical field. So I'm not saying that if you've tried all of the doctors or all mm. of the specialists, come now please me. come to play, because I've got all of the I fixes am. and yeah, all, I am the magician. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't need to go one step further. That's that's not the truth. That's not what kinesiology okay. is trying to promote. We are simply saying maybe you haven't thought of a particular thing or you haven't looked at this particular item. So then maybe come and see a kinesiologist. Mm -hmm. And um, and a lot of the things that I do, I actually tell my um, clients quite clearly, please do go back to your doctor. Please do ask them about this. Please mm. make sure that they are okay with you wanting to change, for example, your medicine or whatever the case. I can't 
um, prescribe, I can't diagnose, and I can't tell you what medicine or what what um, field to go into in in the medical field. But I can give you an idea according to the suggestions of the body. So so yeah, any any time in a client's life, um, they would be able to to come and see us. And um, and the other thing I also ask them is remember again, I'm not a magician, so please don't when you have seen many specialists and many doctors and you've mm-hmm. given them, for example, five years to to find a solution, come to me for one session and think I can solve everything in one session. There we go. Problem Some people, you know, <laughs> yeah, you fix now for life. You know, there that's, we, go. we are done. My On work your is way. Done, yeah, you know? um, I mean, we need to be patient with um, a body and we need to um, we need to respect the process of the body. So some people might really only need one session, but other people might need four, five, six sessions to get two different solutions, you know, and, and I ask that people just understand that it also is a process, the same yeah. as any other literally any um, health other. process. Yeah. 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 All right. So this is a bit of a fan favorite. Um, okay. So would you mind sharing one of the cases that will always stay with you, whether it was interesting or emotionally intriguing, just something that made you feel like your job was really worth yeah. it? Um, I think I can actually say every single day my job feels as if wow. it's, it's really worth it. I mean, it's it's diverse and it's amazing to see results. I think I am maybe in a more um, in, in a more favoured position than maybe many people in the medical field because I see people when they are unwell or not doing so well and then when they are getting better mm. and feeling well. I've had many um, clients that come in and you can actually see that they're grey with exhaustion or the stress mm-hmm. on their face or the pain or the agony, whatever it is. And when they walk out there's a smile or they're walking upright you can actually point out to them and you can say just look in the mirror and you're going to see you look differently you know mm-hmm. and they'll tell me there's a weight off my shoulders I feel different so I'm I'm in that um, beneficial position you know mm-hmm. that that I, I have had that privilege of seeing um, clients that transform that way but I think I actually have two particular cases that mm-hmm. I can share with you one was literally a baby that was still in the womb and that the, the, the client came to me and she said that a doctor said this baby is not lying in the correct position. They don't know exactly what to do to get it into the correct position. Um, and it turned out we, we did a what we call a correction. We did a pelvic posture correction, but you actually don't touch the, 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 the mm-hmm. um, client in doing that. There's simply you put towels in, in different positions because of her being pregnant. You have to work a bit more softly as well. Um, so I muscle tested to see where we need to do this. I showed her what to do when she's at home and then while we were doing this we were simply talking about the emotions of being prepared because this was um, this this particular client's second baby being prepared to share your heart with two little bodies now and mm-hmm. not just one and being responsible for two little people etc and simply having that conversation with her and just showing her what to do so that she could gently do this pelvic posture call it a manipulation if you want but it's not mm-hmm. actually that it's simply gently moving the pelvic bones just just adjusting them a little bit but in a very gentle way um, that she did for herself at home within three weeks she phoned me to say she's been back to the gynae and the gynae says this baby is ready it's now moved sure. into position so that was really a huge amazing yeah, thing for me it profound. was I was like wow <laughs> I know it wasn't just my work it was obviously her work and her mm-hmm. body having the wisdom but it was just amazing to be part of that um, process um, the other one was a lady that had gone um, to her general practitioner and he'd actually advised that she stop taking her um, uh, antidepressant medication. He'd said, you know, you are ready now. We can really mm. wean you off this. And she, I don't know, she didn't have the trust or she didn't feel that she was ready for this. She came for one session and we talked about um, quite a, a few different aspects. And she mailed me about a month later and she said that very afternoon, I didn't say she needed to stop her medication. Let me just be sure mm-hmm. clear about that. <laughs> the doctor advised 
advised and that mm-hmm. was her question to me her her general practitioner advised but she doesn't feel ready she feels that she needs the support and so forth and so we talked about that and we did a few processes and went back into like past issues and mm-hmm. just resolved a few things there and within a month she sent me an email to say that since that particular afternoon she had not taken any antidepressant medication and she mm-hmm. had not needed it after that so, so she literally felt that having worked through what, what we mm-hmm. did she had her own innate trust and her own innate support system coming up and she could then go with the doctor's advice and say well I'm ready to wean myself but and that's not to sometimes, take that, so. yeah, that's sometimes what you need because I think yeah. it's always in medicine y'all we're very like um Oh, what's the word you know we work with the facts and yes and if it doesn't fit into our little box of facts then After sometimes these how many years you've been on it and you, listen <laughs> yeah. and yeah. you fit the criteria stop <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes you know and it's and it's um this emotional impact that it has like that's something that you really need to dive into because yes. you know this is something that obviously this patient has experienced depression she's been through yes. it she obviously doesn't want to go back there she's very reliant on her medication exactly. so you need to look at that emotionally emotional yes. side of it as well and a lot of the times us as doctors we don't always see it's that so, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think that's really it's quite profound and and maybe you, you don't always have the time. I mean, I have the leisure of time with with these um, clients, whereas um, doctors, you know, you, you're on a schedule no, and there are quite true. a few patients that you need to see in a day. You can't spend 10 hours or five hours yeah. or two hours Home with every single patient. It would be lovely, but I mean, you, you don't have that kind of time, you yeah. know, where I have that benefit of, yeah, of and, the time and that's to why go into those issues. I think where you say, like, we need to integrate this and it needs yes. to be woven in, mm. that's where it needs to come into play. Yes. Because, I mean, it is true, doctors are really pushed for time and in our healthcare system you know we have a lot of external stresses as well so exactly makes sense yes yeah, and that's where your kinesiology could hopefully give that kind of support yeah. where, a, where a doctor would maybe say, well, go and see this kinesiologist and just get that support as well that I yeah. can't provide at the moment. Oh, these yeah. things are complementary yeah. at the end of the day. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's, that's what we're trying to say is it's not the one excludes the other, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Melissa, a bit of a personal question. Mm-hmm. How did you come across kinesiology and why did you choose to go into it over any other profession or healthcare profession? What were you doing before you did kinesiology? Um, well, I used to work in the in the corporate world, um, but I've always, um, we were raised in a more holistic kind of, of, of healing way. So with okay. homeopaths and so forth. So I've always known these things and I've really always, since a little girl, I've always enjoyed aromatherapy and tissue salts and things like that and worked okay. with either children in the neighborhood that got injured to say, well, you know, this tissue salt, my mom says this one works or whatever, or just, you know, with animals and so forth. So um, I've always enjoyed that. Um, unfortunately, my marks were never good enough at school to go into the medical field, but, you know, things work out for a purpose. So mm. there, there was a reason behind that. And so I visited two kinesiologists at different times in my life for um, particular issues, and both of them were literally able to resolve my issues within one session. They, they were both, sure. I, I visited them for different reasons but both of them I'd been searching for answers for a long time and and been for medical tests and so forth and um, we were on the right track but not quite getting to exactly what it needed to be and both of these um, helped me very well so that just got me interested in this thing of you you using my arm but you're getting to the right thing mm-hmm. how are you getting to the answer exactly what you said just now Jay with the videos um, so I read up on that and I looked at some YouTube videos and so forth and I decided to go for one or two short courses literally like a weekend course where you just 
just do one or two small things just to almost like a taster of kinesiology or a bit of an understanding and from there it just kept on intriguing me and I decided okay I'm going to do the part-time studies and see where this leads um, doing my part-time studies I then got a few um, clients that actually um, they were my case studies initially but they actually became clients asked to stay on after oh, wow. the case studies had finished which was a blessing and from there it just branched out and eventually I was able to leave the corporate world and go into the field of kinesiology so it sounds a lot better Sorry. than the corporate world <laughs> um, with good. all due respect to the corporate world it actually is for me personally <laughs> I think it fits me better yeah I guess it's yeah if the yeah. shoe fits exactly exactly but now I see many people in the corporate world because of that you know so we need all of those worlds together <laughs> no exactly exactly but I think it's really um, yeah I think it's a it seems to be a really great profession and I'm really happy that we've been able to just kind of discuss this and go into this and I really hope that it helps a lot more people become aware of this because a lot of people if you aren't really interested in a holistic health it's not something that you know about exactly um so yeah so i hope this um serves the purpose that we wanted to serve um but yeah i just want to say thank you so much for for coming in today for sharing your part with us um we really appreciate it and i know i can personally recommend melissa (laughs) (laughs) thank you kindly and thank you for having me (laughs) um and yes just to our our listeners thank you guys so much for tuning in we really really hope that you guys enjoy the season it's something that a lot of you guys have asked for so um, we hope it helps and benefits you um, in all the different ways that you guys needed to and then once again just remember to follow us on Instagram Facebook Twitter all those great things Um, just give us a comment a like and let us know how you guys are feeling about everything so yeah thanks guys Thank you again, Melissa. Just it's been very, very educating. Um, I already feel like I want to go for a session. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. Thank yeah. you, Joey. Dive deep into some of those things. You know. Some questions I need answered. <laughs> but um, again, and thanks, thanks, Debs, and thanks to all the listeners. Um, this is Med Talk signing out. Bye.